Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We are very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we've got another wonderful show in store for you today. One I hope that will uh, maybe even surprise you a little bit when we really get into it. I have a great guest in studio, so you don't have to look at me all hour long on the Facebook live stream. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have some fun today. So let's start off with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. I know you've been awaiting them all week long. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe, ask. Ask for whatever you want. Ask for help. Ask for clarity. Ask for insight. We're always there. You're always answered. 10,000 strong to do your will. Okay, the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley and the universe, kind of, I guess, reminding us that uh, in the unseen world that we have many, many helpers who are just there waiting for us to ask for their help. Um, yeah, I, I knew a woman once who was a teacher and she used to say, they're like little puppy dogs all around. All you got to do is just tell them to go fetch and they'll run out and, and get whatever you need and do whatever you want. So I guess uh, the universe just kind of chiding us into remembering that we have unseen angels and guides and helpers uh, just waiting for us to ask. And isn't it interesting how when we really ask whether it's for help, whether it's for um, uh, guidance, whether it's for friends, whatever it is, when we ask, we will receive and they will help us. Okay, let's see what the Abraham has for us today. Every law that you have on your books today, whether it's a religious or a secular law, has come about because you're trying to get someone else to do something that will make you feel better. Abraham. Ah, rather interesting quote from Abraham. And, and this is one that uh, we've talked about a bit in the past on the show. Um, when it comes to laws, rules, regulations, right? We, we think we're, we're making these rules and laws um, so that you know, we get people to, quote unquote, do the right thing, to do what they're supposed to do. But ultimately, really, it's all about by us getting people to do what these laws say, it will make us feel better. It will make the lawmakers feel better. It will make the politicians feel better. Whoever is the creator of the laws who says, oh, there should be a law about this and a law about that. And we have to regulate this and regulate that. It all comes from a desire to really get people to do the things that we think by them doing it, it, it will make us feel better. That's where it all comes from. It all comes from that. Now, whether it actually does or not is a completely different thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. And that when we think that, you know, oh, I just got to get this other person to do this and everything will be fine in my life, you know, that's a very slippery slope. That's a very dangerous thing because then we're placing our happiness on what somebody else does. 
And when we do that, we're wide open for disappointment. You guys know this. It's like when when we make our happiness dependent on someone else's actions, on somebody else's words, on somebody else's thoughts, desires. Look, they have a million other people placing those exact same expectations on them and they can't fulfill your expectations and their parents' expectations and their best friend's expectations and all kinds of other people's expectations all at the same time. So the better approach is to free ourselves from the expectation of what somebody else is going to think, say, or do because then that way we we don't have all these disappointments that can come our way. So that ultimately, if we just come to trust life more and not make our happiness dependent upon someone else or anyone else, our happiness is only dependent upon ourselves. And when we really get that, then the laws take care of themselves. People take care of themselves. When people really start to understand that their happiness is not dependent upon anyone else in their life and we start living our life because it makes us happy, all of a sudden there's a huge change, a huge change in the way you see people approach life and their attitudes and just how they live their life day to day. And that then, you know what? doesn't matter whether it's a rule or regulation people just naturally will do the right things because it makes them feel good and i'm sure you've had that experience yourself right that you did something for no other reason than it made you feel good and maybe it was giving that beggar a dollar on the street maybe it was helping a friend out and yeah you may think you were doing it for altruistic reasons because it helped the other person But in the end, you did it because it made you feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that and everything right about that. So two kind of interesting quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. And uh, like we say, they're they're always so apropos for our guests. We'll we'll see uh, throughout this hour how we weave these quotes together um, with our guest. Um, and I'm very, very pleased. Let me switch the camera around now. And uh, I just want to mi- remind all of our Facebook live stream viewers uh, that if you type your comments in, and a big thank you to Laura for tuning in, and we'll have others, um, that if you type in your, your comments in the, if you type in your questions in the comments field of the video, that it will. Um, uh, it will uh, uh, we'll see it and we'll try and answer it. So this is uh, Kathy D'Agostino, who is a business coach, trainer, and speaker for her company, an owner of Win at Business Coaching. She works with organizations providing coaching, consulting services to help them scale their business to reach new levels of success. She has over 20 years experience helping organizations and leaders grow their bottom line and focus on uh, new business development and sales. Uh, Winnet Business Coaching is a behavioral-based actionable process that resonates with entrepreneurs, uh, s- executives, and, and just people who work in the sales business. Kathy received her um, certified professional coaching uh, credential from the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, the Association for Coaching Certification from the International Coaching Federation, the ICF, 
and is a coach trainer for the Core Values Index Assessment and holds a uh, Bachelor's of Science in Organizational Management. And we are all very, very pleased that uh, her travels bring her to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks, Sam. Um, I'm just amazed that, of course, the quotes today are exactly what we're going to be talking about. And um, people ask how to feel better about themselves and not... um, not rely on other people's opinion of them and i think the core values really answer that and so hopefully people ask and we're going to answer that today um and while you read that bio about what i do for businesses the truth of it is i always like to start is behind every business whether you're ibm or you're the local shop is a person we're all human beings and no business has a mr ibm or a mr local shop it is those people that run those places that make a difference and the core values um, of the company really reflects the core values of the owner so they're one and the same i work with businesses but i help people so i'm I'm curious what kind of uh brought you on this path i mean you i'm sure when you were a little girl you weren't uh you didn't go up to your mommy and say mommy mommy when i grew up i want to be a core values expert <laughs> actually that did not happen that did not no <laughs> no but when i think back i i sort of forgot a major part of my life i think i've always been an entrepreneur really? um yes and i think it was a big part of my life that i forgot because everybody always said oh you have to get a job Um, go get a job and then you can do the stuff in your spare time but as a little girl I used to go to the little handy store and make these little Christmas trees out of Reader's Digest books for those who remember that Uh, and spray them and sprinkle them and make these little doily um, napkin holders and always try to sell them I started babysitting Uh, at about 10 and I don't think I really thought about that path until I really became an entrepreneur um, I was working in a shoe store at 14 just because I wanted my own spending money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a little annoyed. So I'm like, I'd rather do my own thing. And yeah. <laughs> I think I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I just took a sidetrack 20 some years into the corporate yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I do this uh, workshop called How to Start Your Own Business. And, and I used to say in it, oh, I've been an entrepreneur since 1993 because that's when I went out on my own and became a consultant. But then I realized one day and then I changed it. I said, well, actually, I've been an entrepreneur most of my life because when I was a kid, I used to, uh, you know, take over my friend's delivery drive route for dry cleaning. I used to sell newspapers and bars. I, I used to do all kinds of little things when I was a kid to make some extra money because uh, I, I, my allowance wasn't very large and, and my friends always had like more spending money than I did. So I always was looking for ways to make a little extra money. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think when you're an entrepreneur, you're you know, there's something in you. There's there's something in you that says, you know what, I'm going to go out and find a way for me to do something. Which really has led me to my journey because I was doing a lot of things that I really didn't love doing. Or I should say maybe working in companies that I didn't love their culture. Yeah. Um, I love pe- working with people, so I was in sales for a long time. And then okay. I had a sales team, so that made sense. But I one day had to recognize that just because I got paid highly to do something and mm. I was pretty successful at it, didn't mean that that's the job I had to do. If right. it didn't light me up, 
then I wasn't going to do it anymore. Ah, great, great. Okay, so I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, let's uh, just talk about that transition. Like, what was, the, was there one thing or was it a process that kind of made you said, that's it, I'm done? And, and what kind of uh, got you to become a coach and, and brought you in that direction? Okay, Kathy? Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Kathy D'Agostino, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we're talking this hour with Kathy D'Agostino, owner of the business Win at Business Coaching. And and just for my audience, uh, Kathy, no no relation to the D'Agostino supermarket chain. Unfortunately, no. Ah, no <laughs> dags. Oh well. <laughs> And uh, a quick shout out. I've got a couple of more viewers on our Facebook live stream. Brian, Zena, welcome. So great when I see some wonderful friends on watching. I, I so appreciate you guys. Um, so, Kathy, so you started out in the corporate world, right? What, what kind of work did you do in the corporate world? Well, um, I took some time off when my children were young. I was mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom, although my daughter says she doesn't remember that. I was. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I was always doing something, and I probably was now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. So I took this um, step into the corporate world because it, it just allowed me to have a steady income, to get right. back to doing um, a real job because I actually was having some fun. I was uh, when I was a stay-at-home mom. I was doing some artwork, selling some artwork. I was working with artists. I was doing some design, creative designs, oh, and kitchen nice, designs. Nice. And I was having a lot of fun. And then the kids got older, and I thought, oh, I should go back and get a job. Hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so, how long did you work in the corporate world for? So about? twenty years. Twenty years. Oof. Well, I was raising, you know, while the kids got a little older. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, and then what was it that kind of precipitated you deciding to jump ship, as they say, and, and strike out on your own? You know, I had that um, monkey brain we call going on for a while saying right. you're not happy. So maybe if you work at a different company, that will make it better. Um, I worked in the newspaper industry and 
that wasn't so good after a number of years. But I loved what I did there. I had a sales team. And then I moved on, but I really wasn't finding a fit. Right. And so sometimes we call it the monkey brain was just chattering that, you're, you know, whatever it was saying to me. I began to um, morph that into a spiritual agitation. Ah, okay. That started really gnawing at me, okay. really who I was. And I'm like, there's something not in alignment here. Right. I didn't know exactly. I couldn't articulate it. Right. So I had taken one more job. Okay. And um, have always risen to the top, have always gotten promotions, have always done really well, met goals. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I'm, I'm one of these people that I just put one foot in front of the other and keep going. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't working anymore. Mm. I sort of wasn't happy at home. Yeah. And um, I had a second marriage that I wasn't seeing exactly as I thought it should be right. with the expectations. And I just didn't love this job. And I'm just, I can't do it. So... My um, jump was a little bit of a jump. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a leap. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we had a big project at this company I just joined. Got through it. Sandy, the storm came by, ah, hit us. Yes. I had been booked to go to California the two days after Sandy, right. and we wrapped up this project. And um, I just couldn't figure it out it wasn't working anymore for me so the gentleman that i worked with at that time who the company culture was a little brutal um thought that that i should (laughs) (laughs) you know because the stores were closed thought that i should come back to a late night mall about 11 o'clock and finish a report and i said that's not happening Uh and i left the next day for my flight Uh so i did some i went to california had a little bit of a spiritual awakening I just did. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me my chakras were out of balance. <laughs> and so I started Googling. I had a Blackberry at that time. Uh-huh, yeah. Chakras, how do you fix those? Do you go to the mall or uh. do you call a therapist? <laughs> Get a plumber. You know, what truly, do you do with those things? I yeah. truly didn't know. So I did a little bit of thinking. Um, while I was in California, came back, and it was January. And I looked at the company policy and saw that if I quit that day in January, that I would have lost my two weeks vacation. So I decided to um, take a little break. So I called my boss, true story, Uh and I said to him, I'm going to take a vacation for two weeks, which I've never done. It's a trip of a lifetime, Uh a little bit of a stretch of a truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to Costa Rica and I'll be back in two weeks. And I have an email asking for a vacation. And he said, that's not good business sense. I said, listen, it's not even good common sense. I totally get it. (laughs) I said, he said, you're going to put me in jeopardy with my boss. I said, heck, I would never want to do that. I said, look, I'm not leaving for three weeks. Why don't you think about it? I have two emails here. One, I can ask for a vacation and come back and do my job happily. A little bit of a twist, maybe not. (laughs) but Mm. (laughs) Or I can take, I can quit. I can send you my resignation letter. And he said, how long do I have? And I said, oh, take your time. I'm not leaving for three weeks. So just tell me the day before. I'll hit the email and we'll be all good. And (laughs) I took my vacation, went to Costa Rica for a yoga dance certification. It didn't matter what I was doing there. Uh I just needed to be somewhere. Came back and said, I need to do something that has meaning. I did finish the project. We had a project coming up. I did say finish the project. That day left. (laughs) And um, I asked a couple of my friends, what should I do? Like, I just don't know. I'm kind of lost here. They're like, of course, you're a coach. I'm like, I am. Uh, 
Like, let me Google that now. Because I wrote <laughs> <what> the <joke>. <laughs> <laughs> Google the answer to everything. But yeah. by that time, at least we had it. And I had an iPhone, so it was a little right, faster to get the right. answer. <laughs> and I started on my journey. Wow, that's amazing. So it really wasn't because you decided to be coach. It was more like all oh, your friends said, oh, you're just a natural coach. So you thought, okay, let me check that out. And you know, that sort of makes sense because my undergrad originally started in social work. Oh, okay. Until everybody told me. I, would, I lived in Pennsylvania and I came to New York and I was going to uh-huh. finish it. Of course, I did go to the Bronx and see Fordham in, in 1979, Ooh. which was a little <laughs> bit of a culture shock. Yes, yes. <laughs> and decided I should take a break and ever again people listening to people and what their expectations are of me uh-huh. oh you'll never make money as a social worker get a real job mm. and i followed that path for a number of 20 years wow wow that's amazing that's amazing okay oops lost our live stream for a second um so once you you listen to the, your friends and you said okay let's let's um uh, you know, let me let me try this coaching thing. What were your next steps? So my next steps were then to become. I'm a high innovator. I'm always thinking up new ideas, and I think we need to recognize that. Uh, my core values actually validate that. So I'm like, oh, now which coaching program I've got to get this right? And somebody very wisely said to me, just pick one and mm. do it. And I okay. did. And okay. interestingly enough, while it was a great program, what I really got from it was my master coach said, oh, someone, anybody want to try this core value assessment Not There were like 40 of us. I came back the next session and said, oh my gosh, I have spent like the last eight weeks just, I couldn't believe like something, a light bulb went off. And I'm like, it just hit home. I'm like, that's who I am. And it just made a youth transformation in my life. Uh, it just, it's your DNA, it's your soul DNA. Right. And you just can't, that little monkey brain, that spiritual agitation, all of a sudden went very quiet. Oh, really? It went silent. It's like, oh, you figured it out. And then there was a big journey after that. (laughs) And which has led me to, you know, a lot of places actually. And, oh, I've just been amazing. But some people said, um, a little scary that you just take a leap because in the process, I also realized that my home life wasn't exactly what I wanted. Uh And when you're really in alignment, it's at work or at home. It doesn't matter. It's everywhere. Right. And if you're out of alignment. And you're out of alignment, (laughs) you know it. (laughs) And so the voice got louder and louder about that situation. Actually, my kind... um, soon then to be ex-husband was willing to take my i have a little core values assessment i'm like just let me make sure i'm really kind of getting this right okay. he didn't we just looked at him like we are so not in alignment ah okay so so um how did you come across this core values uh, part of the, the coaching because there's there are lots of coaches oh, out there absolutely. i haven't really heard of too many focusing on core values well i was directed to i just made the choice as the person said picked a program wasn't mm-hmm. sure it was the right one or not and that's when this master coach, just by, it's not even part of their program, he just had been working with some companies on it and said, hey, if anybody likes this, this topic came up, try the core values. I went, like the rest of my life just went on a, like a different path. I finished the coaching program. Mm-hmm. They had an energy assessment that didn't resonate awesome, but not resonating with me. Okay. And as soon as I was finished with the coaching program, and coaching programs are actually quite expensive. Yes, they are. Got my certification through uh, International Coaching Federation, which is a governing. Um, I just wanted to do that. 
I went off, um, spent a lot more money on my core values training because it was just calling me. Uh, I really couldn't okay. walk away. It was just something I wanted to do. And right. I just started doing it hey, with do, everybody. Do, do you remember <laughs> what it was about the core values thing that really grabbed your imagination and really pulled, pulled you into it? I do. That spiritual agitation, it calmed that voice because when I took the assessment, and listen, there's a lot of ways to figure out our core values. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. That one just worked for me. And it was a light bulb went off and it just, so I think a lot of assessments put people in boxes and I really, into boxes, I find that's so offensive. I don't want labels. I don't want to be in a box. This one, I felt let me out of the box. It just sort of told me like, heck, you're good enough the way you are because this is the way you're wired. It's your Mm. DNA. So a story here, a little story. So DNA, our core values DNA, Uh you can't really, it's intangible in a lot of ways. Right. We can see things about it, but we can't really, we feel it more inside. So, I always use the example, if you saw a fish swimming in a fishbowl, right. there's a fish and there's water. Right. But in a way, they're one, because if you could take the fish out and ask him if he could speak, hey, what's it feel like to swim in water? He'd be like, I don't know, I've always been here. How could I tell you? Right. So that's sort of our core values. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's what we're immersed in. So it's hard to be able to separate ourselves from from that. Can you give us just a, a quick idea before the break? Um, like what um, uh, when you take the assessment, like like when it comes out, like uh, what kinds of things are core values? So there's four different categories we look at. And so it's our merchant value. And these all got these stylized names from long, long time ago when we settled. Okay. And sure. but they they kind of classify them as generic terms so merchant it's all about love and um and the truth okay and integrity and then there's another one called the high wisdom and that's our innovator and that's really um our how we tap into wisdom and also have empathy and compassion for people Hmm. the third one is knowledge and that's all we call it a catalyst or a little bit of igniter is about what ignites that and that's the justice and fairness in people and then the last one that we sort of group in this is the builder which mm. is take action and get results and so if i would that's by per, that's by faith just having faith that you know you're doing okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those are the four oh, and there's okay. lots to them of course okay mm-hmm. yeah 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 of course of course i'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get very much into it and we'll talk let's when we come back from break let's talk about like why we like how this is different from other kinds of coaching and and why is it something we should be concerned about okay sure and uh so thank everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we will be right back after these messages you're listening to the talking alternative network Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. 
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Kathy D'Agostino, a business coach and core value expert. Um, so we were talking a little bit about sort of this core value assessment and, and how it works before. Um, why should we be so interested in core values? How does it like impact our life that, you know, really, uh, at least it's captured your imagination and I'm sure you've worked with a lot of people with it. You know, what's so great about knowing our core values? You know, that's it. That's a very interesting question because a lot of people, you know, just don't wake up in the morning and say, you know, I think today I'm really going to think about my core values. I'm really going to study them. <laughs> Although I did go a little bit off on the edge when I got this and was really excited. Again, I'm going to say I'm high innovator on high on the creative. I just thought I should open up a website and say, mm. hey, come here and learn your core values. It's really going to help mm. you with your life. And I got discouraged from that. Most people didn't think that was a smart <laughs> idea. So I'm like, okay, I spent about two years trying to figure out how to make sense out of that uh, got a nice thumbs up for that one yeah and it really did take me on a path because i always like to say the word someone says the word no mm -hmm. it just really means no not now right now and so it was no don't do that now but stay with it and figure it out right. so i did and that really made a difference um and i was able to tie it into my past, which was working for companies, not in jobs that I didn't love, but in companies that I didn't really align with. Oh, okay. And that was really why I was quitting them. So I think it's sort of the silent stress stressor that we don't really right. address. Right. It was that spiritual agitation or that monkey brain that kept saying, you know, there's not, there's something wrong here. Right. And it wasn't that I was wrong. It was right. just that I wasn't in the right place. Right. That, that there was some misalignment there. I didn't know to call it that, but absolutely that's yeah. what became. And like you said, ask. So I kept asking, like, what's right. inspired? What will inspire me? What will, you know, light me up? And your frontal cortex can't think, you know, creatively when the back of your brain has all the adrenaline and cortisol. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a physiological mm -hmm. reason mm -hmm. that we can't really solve problems. Right. And so I think when I saw the core values, it solved a problem without relying on me doing it, uh, but helping me validate that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then you saw that in, in some of the clients that you started to work with early on that for them kind of seeing what their core values were, that it really helped them to gain clarity. It was amazing because we all start out sort of as life coaches because, you know, most businesses aren't going to quite trust us yet, right. even though I had 20 years of business development. So um, just to get the hours in for the coaching for the certification, I was just coaching anybody who would obviously, you <laughs> know, you could grab, <laughs> listen right. to me. And so I would use the assessment and then I didn't sometimes. And it was so the results were so much more powerful mm. when I did. Okay. I did it with a young couple and it was awesome that millennials we're actually being attracted to this. Oh, millennials love this stuff. And they actually, what you were saying before about being misaligned with your companies, that millennials now are really well known for if a company does n is their core values not aligned with what they believe in, they're gone really fast. Well, can I even tell you something? This is Please. I, a little research shows uh -huh. a company called Grovo, which I've just mm -hmm. met the owners. They did a, an event here in New York City, very much into culture and alignment. Mm -hmm. Um they actually have a lot of white papers, and I love them. They're G-R-O-V-O. They're an educational company. Shout out to those guys. And what we found out is that there's six core values that millennials won't even look at entertaining, talking to as a job prospect if you don't have those. Oh, and so they don't even want to 
start with you they if you if they can't find your core values somewhere mm. and they can't find on Glassdoor where people are validating that with right. social media today we have total transparency yeah and the yeah. millennials they grew they grew up with that phone and they can find anything they want yeah and if, <laughs> and if they don't see alignment with a company and that's why it's really becoming huge yeah. um then they're not even going to talk to you they'll right. move on yeah yeah absolutely so so how have you seen with people that you've worked with that like once they were more aware or more conscious of the core values like how did their lives shift what did they do or like what were they able to see that they weren't able to see before exactly see and clarity they couldn't you know we again that that fish can't describe what water feels like and so we often can't see what blocks us and oftentimes it was things that were keeping them back from getting what they want so if you could just picture I'm a visual talker, so if right. you can picture your left hand being uh, as far as you can reach it and your right hand being as far as you can reach it on the other side, mm-hmm. we're all on the left side and we want to get to the right side. Right. And so how can we get there? And it's those blocks, those roadblocks that keep us from that. And so right. the core values validated who they are, who they were. And then... So can you give us a small example of someone specific, maybe? You don't have to use their name, but oh, just an yeah, example. Yeah, of course I wouldn't. So um, oh, there's so many of them. I want to pick one that was... Pick a dramatic one. Yeah, well, an ex-Black Hawk pilot. Ooh, How about that one? Yeah, a woman who a was transitioning one. out of military and going into um, you know civilian life. Right. And she was a manager. And uh, it was actually at a woman's leadership. And anybody that I talked to in a group has to have taken the core values Uh, so that I can help them in in a better, more impactful way. Right. So um, part of the leadership workshop was great and everybody got a call, personal call afterwards. So she was on the phone with me and we were doing our coaching call. A lot of it's, of course, done virtually. And so I asked her this question because it was resonating with her, the core values she was recognizing, but she was struggling how to get from again path left you know point f sure point a to point b and she's like i just, people i can't command people to do what i want <laughs> it doesn't work in corporate life like oh my god i right. can't my boss is like you can't talk to people like that and she's like i have this block and i but i've been told what to do for so long and so i asked her a, my magic question so tell me what happened when you would walk into the room and you were five and your mom and dad were sitting there and what would they say and sometimes it gets tears. People really, that like really creates a little bit of a tearful situation. They're like, they judged me. Or they said, your clothes aren't right. Or, you know, you can't do this. And that's the way her parents talked to her. They demanded her to do things. Like, okay. oh, I'm getting chills when I say it. And she was, and there's actually her testimonial on my website where she's like, I did it. Like, she went back the next day to her office and she started, she was a high connector. She was a high merchant, but also a builder who likes to take action. So instead of just keep it taking action and trying to get everybody to go along with her, she collaborated. She started talking to her team and saying, hey, okay. if we had this project, how could we do it together better? Right. Who could take the lead in it? Right. And she wrote like the very next day or that night, she wrote, I yeah. did it. I did it. I talked to them and they were like, 
they were they got things done that I couldn't get them to do for weeks, and right, so right. like that was so it's huge. kind of turning from that sort of authoritarian military structure that she was used to and kind of position she was in where she could just order people around to just do what needed to be done. That now she became more of an enroller and an engager and engage the people to to find a solution together instead of just kind of putting herself on top. Right, because she had that she had that merchant value, which is the vision. But if I can just right. take that a little bit deeper, because sure. we said we're going to go for the deep dive here, okay? Yes, absolutely. We're going to go. Little, so if we go back, though, and it, this is to your point, Sam, about the Abraham quote, the yeah. expectations that we have, all these expectations that people are going to meet our expectation. Mm-hmm. What she saw more so, and it, great, it was helped her team, and you know she got clarity around that. But what she really saw was she probably joined the military because she grew up in a very in a military family with very much a dictatorship yeah. ruling yeah. and so that's what she her comfort zone was and when people didn't follow that even when she was younger and we looked at it it upset her uh, it was a hot button for her a long time ago okay. so we just aligned that it was always a pattern in her life probably right. led her to her career yeah. and now once again we always say the gift shows up <laughs> yes. and the gift is like you know you you have to deal with this now and that was showing up in her job she couldn't deal with it in her family but she, it showed up in her job so we talk about you know expectations our parents often have expectations that we're going to become this person who they thought we should be right it was for a good reason right. but we call it lovingly and sometimes unlovingly warped us away right. from who we truly were right. right and so she really never had a like it wasn't really in her heart to join the military, but it was all yeah. she knew. Right. And now she was getting a second. So she looked at a second chance to say, hey, now that I know that was just sort of the way I was growing up. Right. Um, I can make other choices. And she actually ended up quitting that job and finding one. She was more in alignment. Oh, wonderful. I just like to describe it like this. It's like we're adults and we have these adult bodies and we all look around the room. We're a couple people here. We look like adults. But there's a five-year-old driving that bus, <laughs> and we're in the back of the bus. Right, right, and all right. the expectations are that five-year-old should be doing exactly what we want, and we're sitting in the back of the bus being passive. So I challenge everybody to take back that control, take back that steering wheel, mm-hmm. and say, hey, what's really, what do I value? What's really important to me? I can tap into that. I can be anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give the keys to the bus to the kid who's my five-year-old inner inner right, self right. and that's your core values right. that's so we can align that we can bring those two together our parents did it in best interest sometimes not right. some of my clients you know i think they thought they were doing it for the best but they weren't but when they can take that back and say wow that was okay then but it's right. not okay now what can i do right. differently so, so when we're talking about core values i mean in the beginning we kind of t- opened up with talking about it in terms of a business's core yeah. values but it really all relates to the individual and what are our individual core values because that's what's going to sort of permeate anything that we work on absolutely and i said they're like ibm or whether you're the local shopkeeper so i've just yeah. written a white paper actually my yeah. interest has been peaked uh, just totally peaked by this so i did a research with companies um, seven of them, from global mm-hmm. companies to the local business owner. Mm-hmm. And um, seven of them that had core values. And then I did a case study with two that didn't. And uh, what I found out is that the companies that mm-hmm. really do have core values have a different leadership style. Like think Zappos, mm-hmm. and that's the one we typically think of. But there are so many more that have really gotten to that place 
of total alignment with their employees. I mean, there was I, a shout out to York Bank. I mean, they don't even call their employees employees. They're called associates uh, and ambassadors because they believe that everybody right. in the company is part of is part of the group. Wow, wonderful. Okay, just a quick shout out to all of our Facebook Live listeners. Wow, we got a bunch of people on. Ashok says thanks. Peter, Peter, welcome, Peter. Fatima gave us a nice uh, couple of namaste emojis. So uh, obviously this message is resonating with our audience today. Um, so when we... So, so when you do the assessment, it's it's an assessment for an individual in terms of core values. Mm-hmm. But then, how do you apply that from the individual to the company? Well, that's what's really fascinating about it. And again, you know, we can use assessments. I can give you a couple tips before we hang up, you know, or before we go off the air about how you can do it on your own as well. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, or how we can reach out and do it together. But the thing that's really interesting is when um, I say to companies, shall we work on your company core values? They're like, raise their hand. Sure, sign me up. Right. Ah, but what they find out is that it's really personal transformation. Uh, ah, so they'll take the core values assessment, business owners, every one of them. We start with that. And then I bring both, usually their partnerships or family-owned businesses, single okay you know solopreneurs not you know a little different but when we bring them together with groups that where it has right. the biggest impact we look at each of their core values we look at their strengths and how their partnerships work together right. and then we create the company core values out of that ah uh, i see so the companies sometimes have just continued want to say could you just write that for me now you know who we are and there's a ah. jim collins has a book that says <laughs> no it doesn't work like that and i yeah. say the same thing we're gonna. It's a little murky. It's a little roll up our sleeves, but we do it, and they say it's fun actually in the end. And we define the company's core values through the person, the two people, or the business owner, or the family, mm. and really create that from there, from their own internal. And then I take it from for like larger organizations, it's by like just more people involved, but it's the core values of the board of directors or the president and the c-suite executives yeah and i have actually a colleague who does it with schools out in las vegas and she does it with the leadership team and actually ends up going down into the students she's actually in uh work for zappos and and got her whole core value from tony shea and um yeah and so now she does it in schools. so it can really be used in management teams anywhere that it makes a difference And, and why it makes a difference is because of engagement uh, the statistics gotcha. are staggering. Ooh. Uh, Kai, Kai uh, joined us on the Facebook live stream. Give us a wonderful comment. Super helpful insight, perspective, and experiences. Thank you so much for sharing and being an inspirational. Uh, thanks so much, Kai. So glad you're enjoying it. Okay, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the hour. See, I told you the hour goes by so fast, but not to worry. We still got one more segment. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Kathy D'Agostino, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. 
talkingalternative.com. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Kathy D'Agostino all about core values. And so, Kathy, you know, we've been talking a lot about sort of core values in terms of individuals. And, and now, like, when, when we're talking about them in terms of companies and, and ventures, um, I, I know you have some stats, but I'd also love to get, like, a story about just how just being aware and, and making an effort behind understanding the core values can really shift a company, not just an individual. Oh, amazing. I, so I mentioned my white paper. Um, I'm glad yes. to share with everybody. One of my case studies were I, I came up with this process and I wanted to validate it. So I had a colleague that I've talked to over the years and he is a partner and they thought they were ready to scale and grow their business three years. It's pivotal mm-hmm. three years mm-hmm. um, with the IRS, too. You either go from a, yeah. you know, from a hobbyist to a business or you're or you're defined as a business. And so I said to them, hey, why don't we do this? They thought they were going to hire some employees. And so I'm like, let's look at it. Would you want to try out this process with me? And I'm doing a little research for my paper. They're like, yes. So both of my business owners took the core values. And um, what they didn't want to own up to is it was difficult to have that conversation Mm -hmm. with each other, just the two of them in the room. Uh, There had been this little underlying tension and they just really couldn't put their hand on it. So they had hired a few employees, you know, for a couple different reasons. But as we defined in the end, it was they were outsourcing some problems that they just didn't want to deal with on their own. Uh, (laughs) And so they were really trying to scale. And when they realized that their energies were really being diverted, when we did the core values assessment, they had a little different vision for the company. And it came out very, uh, very clearly. Okay. So it was their personal core values, but part of core values are how do we define our mission in alignment with that? And then what are our goals? And that's through our vision. So when they looked at their vision, they had very different visions about yes. where the company would be. One was an older gentleman who his kids were you know, already um, grown and he thought this was great and he's loving it. And the other one's like, I'm putting my kids through college and failure's not. And by the way, my clients inspire me. I was uh, like so inspired by that. I'm about three, a little over three years in business too. So we always get that client uh, that resonates with us. And they looked at it and there's some video testimonials of both of them on my website and they said what they had not expected they expected to do core values for their company what they had not expected was the personal transformation in their own lives and their Mm. partnership and their partnership was actually strengthened because each of them could look at each other and say you know what we need each other before Uh. they were a little resentful of each other one was always doing the operations one was doing the creative one looked like he was having all the fun the other one was picking up the slack he thought because you know, it's a lot of miscommunication. So right. when we looked at their learning style, the core values can tell you your learning style, your motivators, oh. and also your conflict strategy. It has a oh. lot of insights. So when okay. we looked at it, they like looked at each other and said, this is the conversation we should have had before we started our business. Yes. Yes. But what can we do with that now? Like, let's now recoup all this energy. Let's put it into the company instead of each of us doing our own thing and they really regrouped and i they're my rock stars actually just an email (laughs) went on to them today they're awesome and that business their business is just they're great at what they do 
but they you know again we go off our path a little bit and they're just like they're just on fire now yeah, and yeah. it just shifted everything and it'll be in the white paper that's a, my, one of the ones wonderful, i document wonderful okay and we'll give out a link to that before yeah. the end of the show what's surprised you most about this core value work for you Oh, gosh, I think every day I get surprised. Yeah. I just never get tired of hearing people say it changed my life. Mm. Um, I mean, it's nice that they change their business. And listen, we're all business owners. We want to be profitable right. and make money. Right. But it changes their lives. They they say things like, I treat my wife a little differently now. I have a little uh. different. I can understand where my kids are coming from a little bit better because I kind of get mm. who they are, too. So we all talk about emotional intelligence or we hear the buzzword. Yes. I want to tell you that, in my opinion, the more I do this, core values is really all about emotional intelligence. Emotional oh, intelligence in, okay. in terms of self-awareness right. that we can't figure out on our own. Right. Then how do we take that awareness and use it to understand other people better? Right. And wow, when we can understand other people better, those expectations, mm-hmm, we don't have mm-hmm. so many of those hot buttons anymore. Or when right. we do, we can get why they're popping up. We right. can really understand that. Right. And then we harness all of that and say, now, what are the choices that we want to make? How do we want to live our life now? And how can I do things differently? So I have a favorite meditation guru, uh, David G, and he always says, hit the pause button or we need the um, we need the interruption, the pause mm-hmm. interruption. Mm-hmm. And so this is our chance to hit the pause button or to have that um, interruption. And now I'll take a step forward in a different way. You said we ask right. and ask for, you know, what really does light me up? What makes a difference? Right. And I can tell you now on a little bit of the opposite side when it doesn't work. Ah, okay. And it doesn't work. And so it doesn't work when you don't want to get up on Monday morning and you're not looking forward to going to work. <laughs> when you're not looking forward, I know that seems silly, but there are companies where people do, you know, I don't want to say that they never unplug, but they that integration between work and life is not a balance. It's who they are right. because they're doing what they love. There's right. that saying that when you're doing what you love, it, you'll never work another day in your life. Right. Right. I always ask people to vote on that. I don't know how your audience feels. If you feel like you're really doing what you love, you'll never work another day. I sort of feel like that now. So yeah, I feel lucky. Absolutely. I love what I love what yeah. I do every day. And we just see it in our faces, you know. So here's some why it's important. Core value is important to companies. And I think they're getting the message. And 2013 is Gallup pool is 30 million people in the U.S. workforce, only 30% are engaged in their work. Yes, I've heard that one. And if you think that's like a little humbling, leaders, Mm -hmm. oh, it's so much better for them. 35% are engaged. Wow, only 5%. There's a direct correlation between the leaders and the people in an organization and their direct reports. We see it's almost two to one even in management and in employees. So example, 30%, 35%, that's one. We have two other categories that are actually go from mm-hmm. in the employee, 50% are disengaged. So 30% mm-hmm. are engaged, 50% are disengaged. And 20, about 20% are actively checked out. Wow. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so yeah, and the leadership, it shows about the same. But what really translates into money. I mean, mm-hmm. there is some money. We Look, we need money to live and right. money's good. Abundance is great. So just what is it costing our industries? Between 320 and $400 billion in lost productivity and profits. Wow. That's sta- I don't know about you, but when I saw that, that's staggering. Yeah, that is So staggering. why does it matter? Because we want to get, 
you know, everybody back and, and personally happy for what they're doing. And companies, more product, you know, more productivity, and they'll do better. Right. We'll all do better. So it's right. a win-win. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come into the studio today. It's been a pleasure having you here. Oh, I'm excited. This is just my favorite topic, obviously. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> so uh, please give out for our audience. You said um, you have uh, an assessment and uh, you have some stuff to help people. Lots of gifts. So I just did a white paper. It's not on my website yet, but you can go to my uh, my website. It's win, W-I-N-A-T, business coaching.com and um, just email me I'll send out the white paper to you glad to do that also on the website there's the link for the core values assessment uh, okay, feel free great. to take it it's a free link if I if you email me and tell me after you take it I'll be glad to um, get on the phone with you for a half hour let's have a personal conversation we can only talk about so much there's so much more right. and um, those two things I think would be really helpful anybody can again right. contact me through my website I'm glad to right. answer any and questions. your URL one more time is is www uh-huh. win w-i-n at a-t business b-u-s-i-n-e-s-s coaching.com and just give me a quick email and glad to answer any questions jump on the phone with you right oh wonderful and brian says i know we had some technical difficulties with the facebook live stream i apologize to our listeners it cut out for a little bit but he said great show thanks you so much and he said that he found your site and he's going to reach out to you Awesome. Wonderful. So everybody, all right. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. Really appreciate it. Do we have time for my last quote or we have a half a second here? Oops. Okay. Let me flip it back. Go ahead real (laughs) fast. So just my quote because I know that Sam started with his. So I love this saying. It says, what lies before us and what lies behind us are small matters compared to what lies within us. Just want to leave you with that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kathy. Okay, well, thank you, listeners, um, for tuning in to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Um, Of course, I'll be back next week with more shows. I also wanted to let people know um, I do have, you know, my new group that I've started, the Conscious Business Collective. Um, You can find it on meetup.com. Just do a search for Conscious Business Collective. We had an amazing meeting the other week, and uh, our next meeting is going to be on November 17th at 6.45 p.m. And uh, as you guys know, I've been... uh, uh, kind of stepping up and, and having more events um, here at uh, the Wellness Center. I am doing another sort of group healing meditation event uh, next Thursday, which is November, let me just think, first, second, third. Um, here at the Wellness Center in the evening time. Um, and it's all about healing our relationships energetically, kind of healing our relationships with other people, with other par- other partners, uh, family members, and sort of really uh, being able to empower you to see things in a different way. It's going to be a wonderful teaching and uh, a wonderful meditation and healing event. I hope you guys can come out. Um, unfortunately, uh, our center is small, so it's limited to 12 people. So please sign up as soon as you can. And that is posted on our meetup site, uh, the Conscious Business Collective, as well as my other meetup group, uh, the New Earth Society. So I hope you will check those out. I look forward to seeing you. Thank you, everybody, for listening in and tuning in. I apologize for the technical problems we had on the Facebook live stream during the show. We'll do our best to work those out for next time. And, uh, of course, stay tuned to Talking Alternative. we got lots of great shows uh, tomorrow, brand new episodes of 21st Century Entrepreneur and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. And we will talk to you next week. 
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century, Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Robin and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> 